Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Michigan Avenue Media and the World of Ink Network. This podcast was founded in 2011 by Marsha Casper Cook and Virginia Grenier. Their focus has always been on helping writers reach their dreams by having informative and entertaining shows. You will also hear the latest information on what's new and exciting in the publishing and marketing industry. And the shows will also cover discussions on screenwriting, audiobooks and movies. New to the shows will be the latest style and trends in fashion, as well as nutrition and how Pinterest can add just the right spark of attention you may need for your projects. So, sit back and relax and enjoy the show. You can find out more information about our shows and being a guest at www.michiganavenuemedia.com. Well, hi there. This has been a Pomerantz, and this is Anything Goes. My guest tonight, I've known, what's it, 10 years? Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> 10 years, woman. Okay. Dina Remmel is, is a, as I said, I've known her for 10 years with all the radio and books we've discussed over the years. It's, uh, so how are you doing during this time? Be frank. Well, but, well wait. Um... Be Dina. <laughs> I said, be frank. And then I said, be Dina. Never mind. It was bad. It was a bad joke. I know. Well, Bennett, let me let's be frank. Well, I like being Dina, but let's be frank for a moment. Uh, it's been challenging at times. Um, I will not complain though, because uh, I I'm not struggling for a paycheck. I'm not struggling for a place to live. I'm not struggling with COVID nineteen. But all of that is because of uh, the fact I'm a school teacher by day, and so we still needed to teach. We uh, I never went back to school after spring break, uh, but we went online, and that took up so much time, hours and hours and hours. And then um, I stayed in, I quarantined, um, because as you know, and the rest of the world knows I have MS, which is multiple sclerosis and the medication I take, um, is an immunosuppressant. So I am in the high risk category. So, um, I'm doing okay. I'll, I go outside and sit outside and enjoy the, the nature that's around me. And I sit inside and I, uh, you know, watch like everyone else, Netflix, you know, series, catching up on things. But I have to be honest, what took the biggest hit um, has been my writing. Okay. It's, it's been, yeah, yeah. I haven't written um, anything worth anything in a couple of months since this pandemic hit. Um, I have a story all outlined and um, characters all sketched out and uh, synopsis all written out, but the actual writing of the story, which I'm really excited about, it I just, yeah. 
my brain is just wandering too, too much and worried too, too much on on what's happening. So that's where I'm at. Well, hey, and I didn't even try to mention this plague we're having. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I will tell you, you know, some people are totally stifled by this virus. They, they're in their uh, homes, apartments, or whatever, and they're cooking and they're doing other things, but they're not working. And they're upset because they're not working. And I don't yeah. want, you know, as writers, we can go to our desk or whatever and write. We, uh, that's my thinking. I mean, I'm not an idiot, but that's my thinking. Uh, whereas other people are like, you can write? If I have a pencil and a paper, I could write, you know. I have notes from five years ago that I'm still reviewing and seeing if I can do something with. Well, here's something I- ironic and really cool, and that is my mother called to tell me that she had a story idea because she's been sitting around her little apartment quarantine. She's 82, bless her heart, and so she's not going out doing things. And looking out her window, saw something, and she's I think, what do you think? What do you think? And I'm like, go for it. And so she sent me her first draft and it's adorable a children's book and I'm like go for it so in a way you know I'm keeping up with my creativity but I'm nurturing someone else's rather than working on my own which is fine because it's my mother I still she's got an adorable story I, yeah well I told you this before you need to plug it keep going keep going keep working because I need to see when this thing is over about December or January, I see it. I need to see a new Remmel story out, a re- new Remmel novel out. Well, you know, I've got a book with my agent, and so that's what I'm. I'm just waiting mm-hmm. on things to start rolling. You know, I got to wait in the queue, so um, I'm waiting my turn. Um, and it's called "Of Mist and Consequence." Mm-hmm. And um, it's a really cool, really cool story um, that mixes the present with the past. Um, And kind of timely, too, dealing with um, race relations. So it's not that I don't have anything out. I do. It's just in the – it's in line. It's in line. So I haven't started writing anything It's in line like everybody else's. I'm sorry? Yeah. Yeah, I said it, it's um, besides, there's that and then there's the story that I've been plotting out but just um, haven't had the uh, gumption to sit down and focus on it. Maybe I need more discipline. Maybe I don't. But, wait, you know, wait, when it comes... He says he needs discipline. You've been disciplined. Now get back to work. No. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> don't tell me I don't. I, you know... Somebody said, you know, you're such a professional and you're going to, you know, I had one writer who, and I love the writer dearly, and I'm not going to send the name because in a month uh, that person will be a guest on the show. But uh, she says, how are you going to do it? And I said, get back to work. 
And and the person will be on the show next month, and you can. And I'm not saying when next month. It could be uh, the end of August. It could be September. I'm not telling. I don't want them to think anything else. They're wonderful people. But uh, do do you find you have any? I'm not saying you don't have a creative spark, but is there any still ideas that you're jotting down or not? Yes, I still uh, the ideas are are getting written down. It's just the the writing of the stories is taking a back seat. Mind you, like I said, I'm a teacher by day, so there is a lot going on right now. That um, I mean, it never ended really. You know, school was online and it was taking me hours and hours to grade the papers that were coming in. And then as soon as that was done, we were talking about, well, what are the plans for next year in terms of teaching? I teach seventh and eighth grade language arts um, to gifted kids. Thank you. I love it. But what's the situation with me? I can't go back to a brick and mortar school right now. It's, you know, it's dangerous for everybody, but so now they're looking at uh, digital so academy. Let me ask you this. Well, yeah. before I want to interrupt you for one second. Do you think we'll we'll have brick and mortar schools again, or do you think it's going to be all online or semi online or video? I think we'll courses? still have. I think um, the more options, the better, because I think education shouldn't be a one size fits all. I think that. Um, there are kids who, um, for whatever reason, need to be online, and for whatever reason, there are teachers that need to be online. I really enjoyed my time, and and I would have enjoyed it more if I would have been able to actually do live teaching, which is coming up this school year. So my head has to be where my bread and butter is. Uh, my head has to be where... My um, first careers, I've been teaching for 30 years now. And so it's all about preparation. And Don't um, say 30 years. Don't say yes. 30 years. You've been, you've been doing it for X years now, right? 30 years, my friend. That's how long I've been teaching. It's oh, unbelievable God. that I actually made it. I know. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. It, 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 I keep telling people, don't give ages, don't give it, you know, because people are like, 30 years? No. Well, get somebody younger. Oh, no. I'm like, uh, let no. Let me tell you. No, absolutely not. I am still very much um, involved in learning uh, my craft. Uh, I, You know, you never stop learning if you're a good teacher and um and I'm excited about this new pathway of teaching um, for my district. So, you know, I guess maybe my creative energy is going in that direction because it is very creative right now. Have you thought um, of doing a manual of how to teach? Not how to, have I, how to, be, how to be a good teacher. How to, uh, you know, a lot of these teachers are going to be so electronic savvy, but not know their heart, if you know what I mean. That is true. Absolutely. It's really important to connect with your kids and 
um, I don't know. It's not something that can be taught really. I mean, you can, you can give advice, but when you think about it, being a teacher, it's a relationship job and you have to know, you have to have this innate sense of how do you communicate? I guess you can teach people how to do that. I mean, there's Stephen Covey's seven habits of highly effective people that, you know, was my guide. Um, but there's so much finesse, so much diplomacy, um, so much heart as well that has to go into this, that um, it does take, it, it doesn't happen right away. Um, you know, I, I was also here, this is exciting in terms of blending writing and teaching. I actually wrote a proposal to teach creative writing at my middle school um, and the district approved it and now I wrote the curriculum and now anyone in our middle schools can teach creative writing based on my curriculum. So I'm hoping oh, I can no, bring no, that no, no. You, you, have to, you know enough people, and I'm not trying to be rude, that you can get guests like Marsha Casper Cook, uh, Elizabeth Black, myself, whatever, to come in and and you're a writer? Yeah. He doesn't look like a writer. He doesn't look like, you know. I I'm going to hold you to Mar- that because I do a uh, young writers conference. I started last year and it's going to have to go online mm-hmm. this year. And I'm going to talk to you, buddy. <laughs> I'm not coming on. And Marsha. Well, the, the, you know, the funny thing is they're like, how can she write it? She's an old woman or she's this, or she's a, a young kid. No, there are so many great writers. Uh, Jay Davis, who I had on a, about a month ago, is a great writer, and if you ever saw his book, it's about oh, and I'm not gonna, I'm not touting just his book, but he's mm-hmm. great. Elizabeth Black, as much as I think she she walks on water, she's a little more adult fair, you know. You, you, mm-hmm. She's above mm-hmm. your thing, but she still can write. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, she still yeah. can write and. She has a book called Don't Call Me Baby, and if you haven't gotten it, and and I'm just, I'm not trying to tell just her, but she knows writing is writing. Education Mm -hmm. is education. Do you think education has suffered lately because of this pandemic? Absolutely. Absolutely, because, uh, you know, first of all, when you're worried, when you're anxious, your mind wanders. Um, Secondly, um, having to move classes online. The online experience is very, very different from being in a classroom with kids when you're face-to-face and you're interacting, having lively robust discussions on literary analysis and things like that, very different than online. And when we looked at surveys, when kids wrote me letters at the end of the year, that was what they missed the most. They did not like the online experience that we happened to have at the time, but that was an emergency scenario. You know, they were like, we miss, we miss being in the classroom together. We miss our discussions together. 
So we made sure that um, this coming year, the the choice for online would have live teacher instruction and such, which is what you know I'm very excited about because I don't have a choice, and I'm glad that mm-hmm. that there's that availability. Um, yeah, as but, far okay. as creative me, writing, a... go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry. That was in as, as far that. as creative yeah, writing goes. Um, I know my kids are going to be really disappointed that they're not going to be able to get that because I had two classes already scheduled out for it along with my regular classes. Um, And, you know, creative writing wise, I really, you know, the kids, the kids know that I'm an author. The kids know that I write the kids. They know everything except my name and uh, they know my real name, not my pen name. And so they are they were really jazzed about the fact that I'd be teaching creative writing. Um they were jazzed when I um created the Young Writers Conference for these young creative writers and brought authors in, my my friends who are authors as well. I brought them in to do workshops and you know, that for me, the blending of both careers I I couldn't ask for anything more. That has really been the highlight for me, bringing in my passion for writing into academia. Well, let me ask you. Uh, do you feel that you could teach it, say, via the computer? Because there's so many disturbances at home. They didn't do the chores that morning, so mommy wants to do the chores instead of um, instead of doing schoolwork. Do um, I would happen? say last year, at the end of like last quarter, I would say yes, that would be hard. However, this coming year, you know, parents are choosing to put their kids online. We are choosing to deliver a program different than what was. So it's it's going to be completely interactive, and um, I think we'll be just fine because as a writing teacher, you know, we would use Google Classroom, Google Docs, and I, you know, you can talk to each other through those documents, and and uh, so we, you know, the, it's a dynamic world online um, if you choose the right platforms to deliver instruction. And um, I think we've got it now. And I think the kids will be, um, they will, they'll, they will be authoring books this year. Um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty darn sure. Um, Can I I make a suggestion for your class? Get Kathleen Kyball. She's a Western writer. Get G.A. Hauser. She's um, an adult writer, but okay. Lindsay Downs, which is new book, his new book, Conspiracy. You know, Marsha Casper Cook, she writes yeah. for children. You know, uh, Jennifer Chase, she writes, you know, uh, psychological mysteries. Fantastic. You know, and but, but I'm just saying, you need a, and dare I say, you need a panel of people that can right. do this. I'm not saying that you can't do it. That's not what I'm saying. No. So I've got a two-tier system here. Creative writing is an elective in in school. My Young Writers Conference Mm -hmm. happens on a a Saturday all day long, which is where I bring in my people, and the kids Mm -hmm. rotate through and do workshops with them. 
We'll talk after the show. I've got a, I'll have a list for you. I am so excited oh. for that list. Thank you. But oh, I, yes, come on. I can also that, get guests. Yeah, I, um, you and I have been through the wars for the last ye- uh, years, few years. And and believe me, the first time you were on my, I wish I had the tape, but the first time you were on the show was like I could barely get a word out of you. Now it's like, <laughs> oh, my God. We're, it's not that you weren't a teacher then, but it was like, I could barely get a word about your writing. Now it's like yeah. everything is clicking and it's good. And, uh, yeah, I, w- I would love to see what you do at that conference. I would love to see how you're going to do it. Because, it, oh, it's, you know, yeah. when when you go to these writers' conferences, you have so many people either peddling their book, if not peddling their book, they're trying to – there's so many – and I'm going to use a Yiddish word, tchotchkelas, that they want to give. Yeah. You can't give them through the computer. No, we can always give them um, uh, a little blue lanyard with their membership in there. Can I see your membership, sir? Yeah. But <laughs> You're right. That's no... going to be interesting. You're right. Because there last is, year they got is... T-shirts. They got books signed. Free. It was all free to the kids. Everything was free. It was but incredible. I mean, there's no, there's no tchotchkes, there's no books. There's, you know, it may be an e-book, but you can't really get them signed. Uh, and I'm not trying to say you can't. We'll, by some miracle, we'll have it, you know, done. But it's just going to take a I'm, little bit of finessing. Do you think, as I said it before, do you think that we'll have classrooms, real class? 30, 25, whatever, in a classroom having a debate, a discussion like that? Um, I would say very scaled down this year, maybe in two years, once we have medications and vaccines to handle it all, then we can go back to um, having normal class sizes. But now the machinations that we – that uh, we have to go through it's um wow wait a second that's a big word for some of these people i know it's a massive <laughs> i know i'm stealing I that for words. next week i'm off next week but i'm stealing it for next week she knows words oh my work, god work okay. it into your Let vocabulary it. bennett <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll work it into my vocabulary because that way nobody can Marcia says uh, Marcia just said something and I missed it. I'll get to it in a minute, I bet. But I want to tell you something for the audience. So if you give me about a minute and a half of sure. your time, so I can do this. Next week we are off. Yes, off. I'm off for the fourth of July, and I'm going to watch the fireworks. You don't know if it's. Friday or Saturday or both or triple or Thursday and everything. I just figure why rush? Have your family over. Have the I dare I say it. Have the family over. Master or unmasked. That's between you and your maker. Uh, have a turkey. Have a whatever. Bucket of chicken. I don't care. But just be there as a group and enjoy fireworks. Enjoy that our country is now, uh, you know, this is the 4th of July coming up, and people will enjoy it. 
I will tell you on the ninth. I'll be back. Yeah, I'm not just leaving. Michelle Prince is my uh, lovely guest. And on the 16th, we have Christy England. On the 23rd, we have Kelly Stone Gamble. And on the 30th, we have horror host Count Gore Duvall here talking about horror, talking about, and it'll be really, really fun. Uh, We have so much stuff coming up going to be really great. But I wanted to make sure that you guys knew what's coming up. Um, so I'm going to ask this before I get stupid. Uh, what 4th of July plans do you think you're going to have? Or are you just going to stay in? Yeah, we're going to stay in. Like I said, we're still in that quarantine mode. And so it'll be grilling and chilling in the backyard. Oh, what are we grilling in? Why wasn't I invited? <laughs> I'm sorry? Hey, we don't socially distance with anybody but ourselves. <laughs> I really, I haven't, um, I haven't been with family in a couple of months. But um, my boyfriend does an amazing job with chicken thighs. And hot dogs and hamburgers and you know all. I'll the be over there. the house for my food. Just give okay. me a care package. We'll make extra just for you. Thank you. I can't have <laughs> beans, but anything else I can take. Oh yeah, but um. And what about how do you? you think? <laughs> me? I'm yeah, just gonna. I, I gotta know. I got a kielbasa that has my name on it, and Ooh. it's gonna, you know, oh yeah, it's gonna. I I'm gonna do it in the in the microwave or the oven. I don't care, but I got a kielbasa that said, or you know, I say kielbasa. I love it. Big words now. Uh, I love it <laughs> when somebody says, "What do you mean a sausage?" Oh, okay, but um, right. yeah. A nice kielbasa, and just enjoy it and have a good time and things like that doesn't always happen these days. Uh, and we have to. I, I and I do believe in this pandemic. I do believe in wearing a mask everywhere I go, and I don't mean in the house. But right, right. A, a friend of mine who is also a writer. Her name is Paula Gaineswood. And she is, oh, she writes uh, the Noble Anthony series. And if you mm-hmm. haven't seen, that's a beautiful children's book. But she made her husband and me Superman masks. Cloth Superman mm-hmm. masks. So I have a what? Superman mask. Oh, that's that's great. That's great. And, yeah. All right, if you're listening, I'm here. Thank you for the Superman mask. Yeah, so I have it, and we're. That's awesome. You know, yeah. So, yeah. any other plans? Watching fireworks or what? I don't know if there's going to be fireworks. If there are, then, you know, driving out, sitting in the car, watching them would be great. I, I enjoy okay. fireworks. I come. From, I actually come from Philadelphia. And uh, mm-hmm. I remember in seventeen in 
No, in 1976, when it was the bicentennial. Yeah, it was Yeah, it was really awesome. You know, Fourth of July in Philly, there's nothing better. I guess Washington or oh, Boston, God, but, you yeah. know, those cities, you know, um, and New York. It's really, it's really fun. But uh, I'm out here in Arizona, so um, fireworks can be tricky depending on the on the on the uh, weather at the time, so I mean there are well, days when we, you're not allowed to have an open fire. So it's interesting. Oh, that is it's interesting. That is interesting. Well, I have an yeah. apartment and we're on the patio and we can't even have a grill, which hurts me. Mhm, mhm, yeah, yeah. Because they don't want grills on the patio, which is, I think. You know, I used to grill on patios, and now you can't. So I don't know. Um, I have a strange question, my question ain't that strange. What? Do you you feel a little stifled in your writing now? Yeah. Okay. Do you think you yeah. come back after the pandemic, or? Absolutely. I well, I can't say like after. I think it's just going to take a few months. You know, I it's been an intense few months. Um, you know, before and after, just a lot, a lot. And I made a promise to myself when I got diagnosed that I would take it easy and not burn the candle at both ends um, and take care mm-hmm. of me. Because then I, you know, if I don't, then, you know, I wouldn't be writing anyway. So, you know, I know. I miss your writing anyway. I miss your writing. You write write good. Thanks. I did write a blog post um, about a a few weeks ago, or maybe two weeks ago. I wrote a blog post. and uh, I did write a short story uh, called Dandelion Wishes. So actually, it's like, so maybe I have written some. <laughs> Dandelion Wishes was an original, and it was based off of a picture that I took um, at a park. And it just went from there. And I really, it's, it's a sweet little short story um, that I was going to print out and sell at the um, Tucson Festival of Books and Phoenix Comic Con, but um, both were canceled, or at least the Comic Con postponed. So, um, and it's so, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I'll have a bunch out next year. Um, I, I am not done writing by any stretch of the imagination, but I also have to know. Uh, know myself and my well-being, what works. And living with guilt and anxiety just doesn't work for me. So uh, when, I ha- when I am inspired, I sit down and write. If I'm not inspired, I do something else because, um, you know, it's, I am creative in a lot of different ways. I play the piano. I'm artistic um, with paint and things like and drawing. So, you know, I, I run the gamut of, of different fine arts. So um, if one I don't thing know isn't hitting me remember, at the time. What? I don't know if you remember two years ago. You told me to send you a picture and you're going to paint me. 
I don't remember that. Did you? I don't think I got a picture. Uh, yeah, I sent you a picture, and you never painted me. I am so far. Yeah, and if you believe I'm hurt, I got scratched. So. I don't think so. I'm not getting under that bus. <laughs> never. But, no, I, you know, I have a friend who is very, very, uh, not autistic, artistic. Yeah. And she is amazing. And for her to do such things, she, you know, can do paint and she can write and she can cook. And, oh, my God, you know. I've been doing a lot of cooking. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, and what have you been cooking lately? Um, you know what? We make the foundational things, and it's really the day after where I just throw things together and make a fantastic leftover dish. What foundation? So, but I did okay. make beef stew. Yesterday. I know what a foundational thing for me is, but what's it for you? What is a foundational? You know, thing like for you? Uh, grilled steak or grilled chicken or grilled fish, and then what's left over, I make. Uh, you know, just other dishes out of it with sides and things. But I made beef stew yesterday, and it was fantastic. I can't wait to have it again <clears throat> today. <laughs> is it dinner yet? Tempest. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's a dinner eating me good food. Uh, let me ask you this. Um, if, if they said this virus <laughs> will keep us here for another two years, I don't think so, mm-hmm. and I hope not, what would you do other than teach, which I know you could do teach from your home? Yeah. Um Good question. I would con- definitely Thank you. continue I writing. <laughs> definitely continue writing. Uh, like I said, I may not be uh, writing uh, long novels, maybe just short stories and poetry, but you know, I'm still writing occasionally. Um, and in fact, I, I there's this literary fiction business just like poking at me, as well as uh, creative nonfiction. So. I may be, you know, reaching out to other genre, but um, uh, right now it's all about staying healthy. I don't care how long I have to stay in this house. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stay in this house until um, my doctor says you're good to go um, because I have too much life to live and too much life to enjoy to risk. Um, I've known you for years. I expect. I expect to be talking to you in five years from now, you know, oh, just like we're yeah. doing now. And, Absolutely. And then, and then, it, to me, I would love to have that this conversation in about five years. I mean, I've already got a, a, a year or two under the belt between us. I think it's ten. Oh, my God. But, okay, <laughs> what writers, and they could be Marsh, Kester Cook, or or uh, Robert B. Parker, who, what writers inspire you? Um, I would say um, the writers that are, are in the paranormal community, you know, um, Sherilyn Kenyon was, a, was uh, and still remains to be a huge um, inspiration 
for me, um, Jane Ann Krantz, even Nora Roberts, um, you know, because I write romance within my stories. So the veterans, if you want to call them, are huge inspirations for me. As far as my contemporaries, um, well, uh, Dakota Cassidy is an inspiration for me. Um, Robin Peterman is an inspiration for me. Um, those two come hey, to my mind right we away. Have, we, have, we have more time. Go ahead. Take your time. We'll go. <laughs> uh, 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 of course, I'm drawing a blank right now. Um, of course, it'll it'll come course. to you about a half an hour after the show's over and say, "Man, I should have said da da da," and I'm like, yeah, "Exactly, exactly. Uh, exactly." Have you ever met some of the people you admire? Like, well, Robin yeah, I met I met, I read, I met Robin. It seems like a bazillion years ago, um, and I just adore her. She's hilarious and just a gem I've not yet met um, Dakota Cassidy um, but that would I know would be hilarious too um, you know I uh, I had gone away from uh, my writing chapter because I couldn't make any of the meetings anymore but Erin um, Quinn is another um, author I absolutely admire and look up to. She writes beautiful sentences. She writes beautiful language. Um, I really love her style. Um, and she needs to message me again so I can have her on the show in October. Oh. She She's going to be she on in October? She has me this time. Oh. I'm sorry. No, no. He hasn't messaged me in October, you know, and I I have a vacancy, and I and somebody says, "How soon do you book?" I'm booking for October. Wow, that's very important. Wow. I mean, I got a Bond Mason in September. You know, I'm it, we're booking. You oh know? yeah, I did see your list. I did see your list. Yeah, that and that's only right. a part of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's only a part of it. But I mean, these people know. I ain't kidding. Uh, we're, we're having a conversation, and most people. Okay, I know you're a good writer. I do know that. You may not have done writing lately, but what suggestions or what ideas mm-hmm. do you have for the younger the, the, the younger people that want to start writing? Um. Oh yeah. Well, first of all, uh, you do have to understand that if you sit down and write, you should finish what you start. Um, I've got like 19 or 20 books under my belt. So there's no, there's no fear of that, (laughs) of of not finishing a project um, with me. But um, a lot of times people say, Oh yeah, I've got like all these different manuscripts written. Um, Well, they're half done. There are all these projects. This, I didn't finish this. I didn't finish that. You got to finish. If you want to become a published author, you got to finish something. So what you start, you finish. And if there are, are problems, then you got to sort it out so that you can get to the finish line. Um, you know, don't abandon a project just because it may be hard. 
um, it's hard because there are some flaws that you've yet to flesh out that you need to examine. Also, you're not an island, even though initially you are when you're writing, but um, use your writing community. Get connected with other writers. Um, get critique partners, critique groups, beta readers. Um, the more eyes on your work, the better. You don't have to take everybody's opinion, but um, sometimes those opinions are, you know, make or break a really good story. Um, so for the newbie, just understand that, um, yes, you, you're you're an island when you're writing the actual story, but that story needs to breathe and have um, have other people looking at it. And don't worry about people stealing I, your ideas because they're not gonna. <laughs> let, let me let me throw an addendum into, into your uh, your valley uh, wick here. Don't just say, oh, I'm going to write mysteries, and mm-hmm. they don't sell. You write poetry, and it does sell. And I'm not saying go write poetry. I'm not saying go write romance. I'm not saying go, go write mysteries. Write what you're comfortable with. Enjoy it. Yeah. Have a good time. Yep. Yep. I mean, Enjoy I, the I have a... Uh, uh-huh. I ha- I'm in two collections that I love so much. Mm-hmm. And um, Loving Hearts Live Forever, one and two. But that doesn't mean that I don't have other work or other things mm-hmm. or other projects. But you have to, people are like, I only want to write mysteries. I want to write like uh, Robin Peterman. Well, I hate to say uh-huh. it. Robin writes a lot of books. You write mm-hmm. a lot of books. Mm-hmm. But you people are like, I got to write just like Dina. I got to write just like Ray Bradbury, just like mm-hmm. whoever. Uh, and that's not true. He's I mean, I love Ray me. Bradbury, <laughs> but it's not true. Mm-hmm. You got to write what no, you're yeah. comfortable with. Yeah, your voice has to come through, you know, decide what you like. And, you know, it used to be years ago. It's like, yeah, you do need children and stick with it. But now it's for a while now. You write what you want to write. Um, you know, if I if I pigeonhole myself into just one thing, um, you know, it may work for some people. But, you know, if you, when an idea hits you, an idea hits you and that's just the way it is. And you should go with it and run with it rather than putting it aside saying, oh, but it's not in the genre I typically write. Yeah, well, I'm considering here writing creative nonfiction. I'm sitting here thinking about a literary um, literary fiction, which is a far cry from what um, you know, I typically write, which is in the romance genre, whether it's paranormal or suspense. Um, you know, the beauty of creativity in writing is the, um, the variety you know, exactly. And, uh, yeah. And please do me as 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 uh, there are many writers that listen to us. Thank you, guys. But um, mm-hmm. the writers that do listen to us learn mm-hmm. that you can always, if you're writing mysteries, go over and write a science fiction. You want to write a science fiction? Write a science fiction. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 always, I talk to this beautiful lady who I love dearly, you know that. 
But, okay, and a lot of the other people, you know, uh, if if you write a, a, a request to some of these people, they will love and listen to you and will give you a chance and talk to you. And some Absolutely. And some will say, please join my fan club or join my uh, join my online writers group or what, or join whatever. But mm-hmm. if they tell you that, do it. If, if right. you don't want to do it, don't do it. But learn what these people are trying to do. They can't all say, oh, let's have a writing class. It's, right. It's, you know, I was not- a writer in residence for a library system uh, in Mesa a couple years ago. And then this year I was supposed to do it for Tempe Public Library, but the pandemic kind of screwed that up. Um, but I, that has been the most rewarding experience because I get to meet all these aspiring writers who want to sit down and consult with me and and say, here, here's my baby. Can you look at it? And, and how can you help me? And um, then teaching workshops on uh, craft and skill. I mean, it's the most rewarding thing on the planet to be able to nurture other people's creativity. And, um, you know, and so I always say, you know, if if you have any questions, email me. I you know, I will answer any question that you have. Well, what I writing. love the most, I know, but what I love the most is some of these writers' first time novel that they've been working on forever, and they said, "Well, can you look at my novel?" Sure, and I I I said, "Can I?" Look at it later. No, sir. I need you to see it right now. Oh. And I'm like, why? <laughs> well, it's my first time novel. I understand that. Why don't you get me a second copy, and I'll look at it and get back to you. But how do I know you won't steal it? I won't steal it. I promise. But mm-hmm. everybody I needs know. the not you. Some of these young writers need to be a little less paranoid. Does that make sense? It's scary. That, yeah, it does. It's it's scary the first time out. You think, oh, my God, I can't talk about it at all because then someone's going to take my idea. It takes a little while, but then you realize, you know what, nothing is really that original anyway, so just go for it. You know, there are people who cry like, I have this idea, I'm writing it and writing it, and boom, so-and-so comes out with a novel and it's the same thing. And now I can't write my book. Like, yes, you can. It's yours. There are going to be differences. So just keep at it. So, yeah, it's hard. Any other tips you have for these writers? What's that? Any any other tips you have for these writers? Um... Uh, and this is especially done for some of these writers that have been saying, you don't talk about writing anymore. Well, we're talking about writing. So, you know what? Here's another thing. The way and the style and what works for one author isn't the same for another. I remember um, I'd gone to a workshop uh, with the Plot Whisperer, and I wasn't able to write for three months because I was stymied by that whole process. So you need to understand who you are as a writer. Are you someone that is very methodical? and organized and prefers to write that way with outlines and storyboards and, you know, everything like that, 
then stick with it. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Um, Some people enjoy the journey, the organic nature of maybe just pantsing it, you know, just flying by the seat of your pants. You have like a vague idea where your story wants to go, but when you sit down at the computer and you start writing, it just flows. Stick with it if it's not broken, you know. Um, I'm in the middle. I do a little bit of... uh, plotting and sketching. I do very thorough character sketches. I, um, I research my settings, um, like to the nth degree so that, you know, I know what my, how the character's hair is going to react to rain or humidity or whatever. I, I get that in depth with it, but when I write a very scant, um, synopsis to start myself off so that I have a skeleton of an idea but a lot of times I don't even have an ending in mind because I I prefer to enjoy the journey and the surprises that come along the way when you write so um but that doesn't work for everybody so find what works for you and when it does stick with it and I'm going to say one thing if I may um the sometimes some of these writers, they finish a book and immediately they think they're going to contact an agent, a publisher, a, a, you know, and suddenly they're going to take every book they see. No, mm-hmm. don't get in that. Don't get in that rut. How long did it take you to, to get your first book published? I wrote it. I wrote Trinity and Relic. In 2009, it took about six months to write each book. 2010, Decadent Publishing hit the hit the scene. We picked up both of those books, and 2011, it was published. Mm-hmm. But, but there there I, was revision. I know there was a What? I'm sorry. I, I said say, I know the but. Go ahead. What's the but? It's not usual. Well, then, yeah, you got to stick in line first, and once yeah. the, the but is there. Well, here's my but. The but is it, they were accepted with in terms. They said revise and resubmit. Why? Because I was doing a lot of head hopping, which is a style that's out of style, but it used to be okay many years ago, and I happened to have been reading a lot of books that had it. So I had to revise them both, and then when I sent them back in, they took them. But again, also, you know, writing, there's skill and there's craft, and you have to know it. You have to learn it. Um, My writing has improved greatly from Trinity, all the way till now with of missed and consequence. Um, I have second, my favorite. But I like Trinity. Yeah, it's a, it's a. But it's, I like Trinity. I like it too. <laughs> I'm not saying anything was wrong with it. I'm just saying that the writing is even sharper now, um, after all these years, and and that's really fun too. Although there are well, that definitely, they job, stand up. They really do stand up. People are still buying these my angel books, um, and and so I know that you know the writing stands up. Um, oh, I remember the angel books very very well. Uh, I 
I don't want to say how long ago it was, but oh my God, I remember them. And somebody, okay. Why thank me? It was wonderful when I read it the first time. Um, Somebody just asked me or messaged me, do you have any books on audio? Trinity is on audio, but the others are not. Um, I didn't have the best experience with that first book, and there's nothing I can do about it now. And so I, I, and then trying to get a narrator for the others, um, it just wasn't working out. So I figured if at any point, uh, you know, I'm going to be the one to read it, but I don't have a studio. So um, unfortunately, it's just Trinity that is on audio. Okay. So now the the audio book people, you now know where to get her. Okay. I'm going to ask a silly question. Do you autograph your, your books or manuscripts or whatever? Absolutely. And I personalize every single one. I just don't sign my name. When people come to live events and I'm selling my books, I write a note to every single, and if they buy every single book, I'm writing a different note in every single book. Absolutely. I take that kind of time. How did you feel when you had to, when you autographed your first book? Oh my gosh. (laughs) That was the best feeling in the world best feeling in the world I was just like floating on a cloud and it felt really weird I mean honestly as a, a teacher I'm always signing yearbooks so this is a funny story so I had just come off of a bunch of different book signings and here comes along the end of the year and all the kids are like can you sign my book can you sign my book and I'm like of course so I I write a little something and I put the heart and I merely wrote my pen name in their book. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I really have to think about this because I've been writing Dina Remiel like hundreds and hundreds of times over the past like three months leading up to um, the end of the year. And I was like, thank God I didn't make a mistake on the yearbook, but I was darn close. Of course you're going to go back to writing I don't know when, and I'm not asking you to do it. Well, but I haven't when stopped. It's just slowed down dramatically. Let's put it that way. You got one, you got one at the publisher, and you got one right. pending. So I don't have one at the publisher. Pending. I have one pending at the agent. There's nothing agent. at the publisher oh. yet. There's one pending uh, with the agent. I have a short story that I haven't uh, – I could put the short story out on Amazon that I haven't done. Thank you, Bennett. I think well, I'll do you that. Now know, you now know what to do, and, of course, the dedication comes to me, of course. Absolutely. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. But you, it's, you, you will be acknowledged, uh, my friend. Oh, I've been acknowledged before. That You know, it's funny. When you get acknowledged, it scares you, too, because you're afraid of what people sometimes want to say or do or whatever. Well, don't worry. You don't but have to be I, afraid. Oh, I'm never. With you, darling, I'm never afraid. It's wonderful. <laughs> um, I have I have a one question here. 
And okay, does you know? Have you ever had a dry spell? I would say this is it. Uh, yeah, and I think a follow up. Yeah, yeah, and I think um, a follow up question would be: Does it bother you? Does it worry you? And I say no. Um, these are extraordinary times, and um, up until now, I've been writing solid. I remember there was a year I wrote six books, and I said I will never do that again. And I think that really, that really set me up for a lot of health issues, unfortunately. So I really had to scale back. So, like a book or two um, in a year is plenty for me. You know, I, I'm not going to join that rat race of, of eBooks every three months, every, you know, no, that's not me. I, I'll, yeah, but I'll take the more I traditional you were doing, But you were doing my show every three months. It was so lovely to have you coming on, you know, yeah. having the new book you told me. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you sick, but no, but I was enjoying every three months. I had, I had seen, I was like, yeah. So, you know, I was like. I was also teaching full time. When I retire, I think that'll be more reasonable to write a little bit more. But the dry spell, it's, it's really not so much a dry spell. It's more of where are my thoughts taking me? And when I sit down to write ideas down, yeah, the romance uh, novels ideas are coming, but there's something bigger going on inside my head right now. Um, and it's like tapping at my brain. Can you talk about it? Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's in the creative nonfiction. It's more like uh, me and my thoughts and and getting through this life. I think I'm at an age right now and enough has happened that I have some pearls of wisdom to share because people are always asking my advice on things. And I don't know, I just think that um, there's something important inside me that is trying to get out and I just have to listen I have to take the time to listen and, and start writing that down. So it's it's pretty exciting. Well, we're to have gonna something you and I gonna talk in November when the book comes out. Oh, you're you're saying it's gonna come out in November, huh? <laughs> you want me to get All me right. closer off your headache from the traffic underneath the going da da dum da dum da dum. Yeah. The the horses traffic is is so hard to hear, you know. But I think November or December I'll be seeing you, or I, I always see you, but you know, seeing yeah. you on the show and and talking to you, and it's always fun. I'll have fun. something for sure. And, you're right. You're not lying. And you're then right. Course, you are. There's going to be something by then. And you know. My ears to the ground, and I know you're going to have something. But let me ask you this. If they said, you're not going to write anymore, or you're not going to do this anymore, or you're not going to do this anymore, would you still be writing? No one can tell me I can't do anything anymore. I'm the only one with the power to say yay or nay to a decision. No one else makes decisions for me. So is that an answer? If I'm done writing, it's because I'm I decided I'm, I'm done you, writing. I don't want to even be close because I don't want you to swap me. 
I mean, I mean that's just and who I, I know am. you'll do it. Uh, anyone I, tries to tell me that I can't do something that I enjoy and that I love doing, they're going to be sorely mistaken because I am the uh, I'm the maker of my history. So well, I can't wait until the next book comes out. I also yeah. would love to see, I would love to see you doing a book on how to write and getting some writers write talking about it in in essay or whatever in a book mm-hmm. and you and mm-hmm. you like could be the one the Zen and the art of writing. <laughs> That's one of my favorite oh God, books by the way. On, on Stephen King on writing, but no, what yes, I also like true. is when writers get together, and they used to do it at science fiction conventions, they used to get together at conclaves and science fiction conventions and talk about writing and talk yeah. about what was, what gave them the idea for such and such a, pa- a book, such and such an idea. Yeah, like, it's three always fun in the morning, talking they about that. Three o'clock in the morning, they get up and that's what they want to talk about. And they hit the keyboard and, you know, what are you doing, writing? Yeah. And I, I don't want to tell how old I am, but mine was the typewriter, not the keyboard. Mm-hmm. It wasn't mm-hmm. keyboard, but it was a typewriter, a Remington Rand Selective. Oh my God! Yeah. What are you doing, writing? And then you went to the Xerox place and got it copied. Oh my God, I'm getting. You could. I'm You're telling you, how old I am. I'm not telling. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I believe me. I understand. I really do. But all kidding aside, mm-hmm. um, in a few minutes we're gonna say goodbyes. But I, I never want to yeah. say goodbye. You know, no. you know I love you. You know, I yeah, love let you your boyfriend together. Thank you. You know I love you. You know I love you. As long as your boyfriend doesn't kill me, we're good. Um, <laughs> I think you're next safe. Week, thank you. Next week, I will be off. It is the 4th of July. Please be safe out there. Please wear a mask. Please stay healthy. On the 9th, yes, the 9th. Is it the 9th or the 8th? It's the 9th. Michelle Prince is in the hot seat with me, and she has so much stuff she's doing. I don't even want to talk about it. She's that good. But I will tell you, after that, we have first-timer Christy England on the 16th talking about her novel. On the 23rd, we have Kelly Stone Gamble. On the 30th, Dick Dizel. So we're just going along. I will tell you, and I, people have asked me this, when are you and Sarah getting back together? I love the legal show. Well, Sarah's coming back on the 13th of August. So you have people who have messaged me and said, well, oh, 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 when is she coming? 13th of August. It's going to be a homecoming that I'll enjoy and she'll enjoy and with. We're gonna have a. We're gonna talk about a lot of legal cases, especially with the pandemic. Uh, any closing words, my dear? 
Take as long as you want. Closing words. I would say, first, I wish everyone good health. Stay safe. Stay stay smart. And um, to you, Bennett, it's always just fantastic speaking with you. You know that I love chatting with you. Um, my website is up to date. If you're interested in checking out all my books, if you're, if I'm a new and to you author, give it to them. What's that? Give it to them. The website com. That's d e e n a r e m i e l dot com for all your needs. And I'm always on Facebook, so if you're interested in chatting on Facebook, um, just give me a friend request. And um, I hope everyone has a safe and happy 4th of July coming up. I can't believe I'm saying that already. I know it's in a couple of weeks. Um, And uh, you'll be seeing more from me. No worries. Just, uh, you know, all in good time. It takes time. For those who wait. Yes. Yes. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. My pleasure. Good night. Fly right, be well, good night. Good night.